0: Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 155. What is going on? I am Matt O'Leary, going to be hanging out with you, talking about the Sauce Gardener Know Something That We're Not Supposed to Know. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers living in the dark for four days. Yes. That is a story, and we're going to answer your voicemails. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm amped up, but got to give a shout out to the sponsors of the show. Breaking news, Manscaped is now selling beard products. That's right. Our friends at Manscaped have gone from balls mafia to beard mafia in 2023 to keep you well groomed from head to toe with their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. In this package, it all starts with the beard hedger. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel with 20 haircutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. Sculpt your beard to a championship level this season with Manscaped and tame your mane by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Use my promo code JETS20. That is J-E-T-S-2-0. 20 thats jets 20. 20 percent off and free shipping. Get yourself something nice. All right. Let us hop into today's episode. So yesterday, Sauce Gardner was on uh, Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. And does he know something about Aaron Rodgers that we don't know? Does he know information we're, we don't that we are not privy to or that we're not supposed to know yet? Because he was asked about it by, I believe it was Kyle Brandt. And our guy Sauce goes, I know a little something, something. I know a little something about something. There we go. Sounded much cooler when he said it. What do you know, Sauce? Share. Do tell. Do tell us all. Don't keep it to yourself. That's not fair. We want to know. Unfortunately, it, it might be a while before we we find out. It might be a little bit here. But Jet fans are rightfully so anxious to figure out what the heck is the plan at the quarterback position. It feels like something we've talked about endlessly. For weeks and weeks and weeks, months and months and months and if you want to go years and years and years, but more specifically like I don't know this was a, a talk pretty much since November. So December, January, February it is now three months into it and hopefully not much longer. We'll get into why it might end up being a little bit longer in a in a moment here, but Sauce Gardner, do you know something, sir? About Aaron Rodgers' decision, I, I I have no idea what he knows, but I would imagine the only thing you really could know at this point is if the Jets are in or not on it. And if the Jets are in on it, like that just makes so much sense. They've been linked to all these veteran quarterbacks because for obvious reasons they're looking at the veteran quarterback market. So, uh, of course, of course you are going to be linked to – Anybody with a pulse at the quarterback position and Rodgers, if available, is without a doubt the highest ceiling. Ah, uh, actually, I guess technically, if you want to say Lamar's the highest ceiling one, that's fine. But Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback who is uh, a couple years removed from back-to-back MVPs. He played hurt this past year. You know the story. But the the main thing or the main takeaway, I guess, really that I have from this Sauce Gardner. Quote or lack thereof, it's just that it's that time of season. Like, this is this is it. This is what we have to attach our 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 hopes on is Sauce Gardner saying, I know a little something about something. It's the same thing that Raiders fans were doing when they were talking about when Devontae Adams took to Twitter or Aaron Rodgers was, you know, in Vegas for some golf tournament and talking about the Raiders. It's like, oh, it's a deal. He's coming. Aaron Rodgers, the Las Vegas Raider. not, Not quite. And same thing with the, with this one, and with the Sauce Garners. I, I know a little something about something. Jeff fans, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. They're getting all amped up, getting all riled up. But at the end of the day, this is a decision that Aaron Rodgers has to make, right? We know that, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to eventually come to this conclusion. And he decided that he is going to try to come to this conclusion by staying in a dark room with no sunlight for four days. That's that's not a joke. That's not me being like hi, hyperbole. I'm not stretching the truth. we're like, well, he kind of said he was going to go into. I, no, no, no. He said it would be in pitch black all day and night for four days and nights. It's really sensory deprivation, isolation that is sounds like that's you Aaron Rodgers might need to be on a, some sort of list because I don't think you could do that to yourself and not be like some sort of I don't know maniac like what he said it stimulates DMT and there could be some hallucinations I he's such a weird dude he's a hall of famer great quarterback such a bizarre guy so weird. I'm going to stay in the dark for four days so I can come to my decision. They also, don't worry though, there are two slots where food is dropped in. If someone can't handle the four days, they're allowed to leave. No music, no one else inside. The last part's what really gets me. Just you in the darkness and your thoughts. I don't think I could last 15 minutes. I mean, obviously, well, you sleep. Okay, yeah, That that's... That. You're gonna you're gonna sleep, but with it being dark, it's gonna completely throw off your sleep pattern, right? <laughs> like, I'm gonna sleep for four straight days. What do you do? I don't know what I want to think, but I that scares the life out of me. And maybe that's I'm just a different person than Aaron Rodgers. I clearly have some of my own issues going on where I don't think I I don't want to be alone with my thoughts for four days in a dark room. And maybe I need to look internally on myself for that one, but. What, what do the Jets do? Derek Carr is going to be released or traded a week from today. By the time this comes out, it'll be a week from today where Derek Carr will be made available to have. Do you wait and say, okay, we're not going to pursue Derek Carr or let him go elsewhere. We're going to put all our eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. And that basket is, in a few weeks, he's going to go into a dark room for four days, and he's going to decide if he wants to play, if he wants to retire, what team he wants to play for. That's the risk that you run. And I do not envy Joe Douglas trying to make this decision. What do you do? Do you take the safer option in Derek Carr, right? We, we, we know, we've talked through this a million times, but let's we'll do it again. Derek Carr, you know, he's in the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th best quarterback, probably not not a top 10 guy, but just, you know, a league average quarterback, let's say, maybe slightly above average league quarterback. Do you take him or do you wait and say, you know what, there's a chance that you can get Aaron Rodgers, who even after a down year, still a top 10 quarterback and you know, when things are clicking, he could be as good as a top five quarterback and really make this team elite. And you could still sell yourself on, you know, developing a quarterback behind him, whether it's Zach or someone else. Do we do Do we do we that? The only issue is you got to wait for this guy to come out of his dark isolation. And what if he retires? He'll be like, yeah, I'm done. I don't think he will. Or I'm, I'm going back to Green Bay. Well, great. Now you're SOL because there's no... They're a car, and there's no Aaron Rodgers now. So you pivot to Jimmy? Okay. Jimmy G, when he's healthy, I mean, I talked about it in a video earlier uh, in, in the week. Jimmy G, when he's healthy, is solid. He's a good player. But he's hurt constantly. Constantly. And do you want to bank on Jimmy G staying healthy in a year where you got to make the playoffs? No. That's not your preferred solution, but what else is left? Ryan Tannehill, uh, running it back with Mike White, Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett—like you are not left with a lot of options. It to me, it, you have to come away with either Rogers or Carr, one of those two guys. If it's not one of those two guys, I I worry for this for this Jets team and this this staff. Both the the coaches and the front office. Because there's there's pressure. There's absolutely pressure on them to to perform. And if you don't get carr, or if you don't get Aaron, your path to the playoffs is that much harder. Is that much more challenging. Yes, they won seven games with a mix of Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike White. But it's a it's a very, it's a difficult conference and you need something better than the 25th to 32nd worst or best, sorry, best quarterback in the league to win. I'm not saying you can only win if you have an elite quarterback. I don't think that is necessarily the case. I think we've seen examples of uh, non top five quarterbacks winning Super Bowls and, you know, going on, going on runs. It happens. You get hot at the right time and you can make that run. But, man oh man, I, I don't know what the Jets' plan is, if that's the case. If they miss out on Carr and miss out on Rodgers, I guess we'll be able to tell in a week or so what, they're, what they want to do. If they're not pursuing Derek Carr, well then, you're all in on Aaron. And hopefully, Aaron is all in on you. But I thought that was incredibly bizarre today. Or yesterday, I guess, by the time this is coming out. The, the Aaron Rodgers quotes. It's going to stay in the dark for a little bit. Good good for Aaron. Before we get into the voicemails, wanted to mention that it is officially the week of the Super Bowl between the Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. You're going to want to place a bet, and you should do so with the official sportsbook of Matt O'Leary. And why? BUSR. BUSR.com slash Matt. They're giving you a match deposit bonus Sign up with my link. Get a match deposit bonus. It's a Ton of fun. Make sure to check it out. They have a ton of great lines, over 200 props for the game. You can find the line, find something you like, place it over there. Let's get into those voicemails. First up, we're going to go out to Tyree. He's calling in from Staten Island, New York. Okay, let's do it, man. Yeah,
1: how you doing, man, um LeFory? Tyree calling again from Staten Island. I live out of Staten Island.
2: Um, What's up, dude?
1: Like I said about the Jets, man, we just need that quarterback and we need to get some more offensive weapons. We got to score some points. We have a tough schedule this year, okay? And I don't know how much money we have in the cap space. And uh, we need more money, hopefully.
2: That's true, they we do.
1: upgrade and everything. Uh, free agency starts in March. I guess the 5th or the 15th or the 16th, I don't know how much money we have. And hopefully the draft will, will be good, because like I said, wide receiver first round. We should get another shutdown corner, the pair with DJ Reed and, and Amar Soros' corner. You know, we need some, some veteran help in the, in the secondary and corners, veteran corners, who's who can come up and make some plays and jump them them. We need more ball hawkers. We need more INTs. I don't think, I think we only had nine or 10. If I can mistake, we should have made the playoffs, should have won the game. We need offense, we gotta score points. I'm just saying this is, the, this is the days of Ken O'Brien. And um, since we didn't draft Dan Marino, but I don't know if it was, he would have been successful on that so we didn't have j Rice anyway. Make a long story short, and I hope that we can get some help in free agency or not. You we know, don't how much money we have, and you know anybody could come out in rookies, but we need help. We need to we need we, we need to win some more games. Yes, yeah, they do need to win more games. Ten or twelve, but we can do it. We got to make the playoffs, and that's the bottom line. We got to we got to score some points, and that's it. So I don't know, you, hopefully you get my message, you put it out there. Sure. I'm tired of us losing. We got to start throwing the ball more often, and we got to jump on the ball when we're on defense. We can't, we can't keep worrying about our defense. We need the obviously to go out there and make something where so our defense can get rest. We need some veteran corners. DJ Reed is short. You know, he's taller than me, though, but we need some more help in the secondary. We need more ball hawkers. We need guys that can come up and get to the quarterback. And um, like I said, I don't know much money is going to for agency, and everything. Hope the draft we we get a wide receiver in the beginning, and get you know, We don't need no more tight ends, no more running backs. office a lot of help, and we need to definitely um, get, you know, another shutdown, ball hawker, somebody to compress up, and um, and help out with the secondary,
0: and touchdowns for INTs. So, all right, take care. Thank you, Tyree, for calling in. I, look, this corner is probably, like without exaggeration, last on the list of concerns for me. Legitimately last. I think uh, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner, and uh, Michael Carter, the second in the slot, I think that's about as good as you could possibly ask for for a cornerback trio. I don't know many cornerback trios that you are taking over those guys. If you want to say that they... Looking for to replace a, safe, a safety help, two new starting safeties, and maybe you get a a, a free safety who's running around and, and intercepting some more passes. That's that's a legitimate conversation that I think we could have. I so DJ reads five nine. That doesn't does that discredit what he did this year? allowed uh, four hundred sixty seven yards. And two touchdowns, a 56.6 reception percentage, 75.7 passer rating when targeted, only two penalties. He was great. He was legitimately great for the Jets this year. A really good free agent signing, and I'm very excited to have him as a running mate for uh with Sauce Gardner over these next years. I like DJ Reed a lot and he's still young. He just turned 26 in November. So he's still got some he's a he's a younger free agent guy which is good. I like DJ Reed. He, again, that's corners least of my concerns. And they could use some more help at wide receiver, especially if they move on from Corey Davis, but I don't think they're going to draft a wide receiver in the first round nor do I think they should. And the people are going to point to, oh, well, Cincinnati did it. It's not exactly the same kind of circumstance with the Cincinnati Bengals. Tyler Boyd was already on the on the roster, but they used a second-round pick on uh, T. Higgins the year before in, I guess, what was that, 2020. But then the last time they spent a a premium pick on wide receiver, you'd have to go back to... I guess John Ross in the first round of 2017. And Boyd was a second round pick in 2016. But they went 2018. Only wide receiver they took was a seventh round pick. 2019 did not draft a wide receiver. So really that was back-to-back draft, so you didn't really allocate it. And it was two wide receivers in two years where the Jets, it would be four wide receivers in the first two rounds four years in a row. Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, and whatever prospect you take in the first. I get, They need an offensive lineman badly. I'd rather them get another offensive line prospect in the first round, Broderick Jones, Peter Skaransky, uh Paris Johnson, one of those three guys in the first round, and then sign a mid-level wide receiver. They don't need another star. They have Garrett Wilson, who is an 1,100 yard rookie, with the worst quarterback in the league. They have their number one receiver, Elijah Moore. I think can be a, a number, a solid number two. He wasn't that great last year, but even if he is a number three receiver, can you not add a an Alan Lazard, a uh, Jacoby Myers, a, again a, a middle tier guy similar to what Corey Davis? Is for you or was for you, that should be more than enough if you improve the offensive line in the quarterback position. That's more than enough uh, weapons for me, I think. Let's go out to Richard calling in uh, from Nevada and he wants to get into potentially adding Corey Davis to an Aaron Rodgers trade. Okay, let's do it.
3: Hey, what's up, Matt? This is Richard from Nevada once again. What up, dude? Like and subscribe, guys. Anyway. Um, I'll go ahead and calling on the second. This is the Thursday on the second of this month of February. So I mean, obviously things do change. Things do uh, always change up as things go along. So I don't know if my opinion changes from there to then. Um, one thing I want to bring up is that uh, when we're talking about the Aaron Rodgers money or the trade or what it's going to cost and everything, there's one thing I wanted to. Uh, I guess kind of ask, or just mention, and just to kind of remind everybody, um, the Packers wanted Corey Davis, and I'm wondering how that would factor in, because um, I know he's going to be a free agent, um, would there be a possibility that maybe we do something like sign him, then trade him, kind of like get him like a deal? Uh, maybe sweeten the package And then that way the, the Packers Might be a little bit more friendly on the draft Picks or you know Would we basically just let Corey Davis go and then he just happens to Find his way to the Packers I mean Because um, if we're talking about One first and a second or two Seconds or this condition that condition Whatever have you um, I wonder how Corey Davis at least can have Part of his uh, Elements in the in the equation So I don't know what do you think Matt Anyway, like I said, guys, like and subscribe. Love your channel, Matt. And as always, go Jets.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it as always, Richard. Um, I I think you bring up an interesting point. Now, the only reason Corey Davis would be a free agent is if the Jets cut him because he is under contract for next year. Uh, Please hold. It it frees up $10.5 million if they cut him. What is his... His cap hit for the Jets is eleven point one six six, and his base salary is ten point five million. So they'd essentially be bringing on uh, Corey Davis in the last year of his deal at ten point five million. If that's what they want, yeah, of course I throw Corey Davis in the mix. That's someone you're going to cut anyway, of course. Yes, you want him, sure. Whatever other picks you want, okay, great. Take Corey. I was going to cut him for nothing, but if you want him in this trade, sure. I don't know how much that would actually change anything. It would be more of like a throw-in, I think. But like, I don't think it's like, oh, we wanted two first-round picks, but since you're throwing Corey Davison, it's going to be a second in Corey. No, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. But, I mean, I've, I've been pretty steadfast with my belief that they're not going to give up pick 13 this year. I think it would be... Um, a second this year, a conditional first next year, and then maybe you, you throw Corey on top of that. I'd still do it. Absolutely. Good call out. If they want him, great. Take him. Next up, we have uh, a Mrs. Rosenberg. Oh, we don't usually get too many women calling in. Wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers.
4: Hello, Matt O'Leary. This is Mrs. Rosenberg. I am a long time viewer and a first time caller. Joe, I have a question for you. You're such a fine, outstanding young man. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers would want to play anywhere else but the New York Jets? I mean, I look on the YouTube and I see you and I see the string bean man that looks (laughs) like the Santa Claus. I see the bald guy that eats the hot sauce and I say, these are the best people. Don't you think that Aaron Rodgers can see that, too? I mean, we would be a Super Bowl contender with him. Don't you think, Matt O'Leary, you're such a fine young man. I hope you're wearing a sweater so you don't catch cold this winter. But do you think Aaron Rodgers looks on YouTube? Do you think we play a role? Bye, honey.
0: Oh, I love this show. I really do. (laughs) He probably does look at on YouTube with some of the things he's saying. He's going to spend four days in a dark room. Of of course, he's on YouTube looking up stuff. All kinds of things. He's got to be watching. Yeah, I would think he's watching uh, Green Bean and I and Jets Chaos and all these guys. It's awesome. It's it's (laughs) goodness gracious. He would make them a Super Bowl contender, though. Having someone of that caliber at the quarterback position elevates this team exponentially. It really does. With an elite-level defense, Jets still more than likely going to have a top-10 defense next year, even if there's a little bit of a regression. I'm say instead of you know, the fourth-best defense, they're the eighth-best defense, something like that. And potential elite quarterback play to go with the three tight ends, Garrett, Elijah, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Bam Knight. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Mrs. Rosenberg, for calling in. Thank you for checking on me. Yes, I have been wearing sweaters, especially over the weekend. It was very cold. And for your health, I hope you can lay off the menthol cigarettes. I think that would that would do you well. Dean from New Jersey is calling in. We're gonna go out to Dean. He also wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, cool. Let's do it.
5: Hi, this is Dean from Madison, New Jersey. I have two points about the Jets. I don't want the Jets to get Tom Brady because he's a thoroughly bad teammate. And he yes. will be a bad teammate when the Jets do something really wrong. But. I don't want Tom Brady doing anything to Garrett Wilson. Me neither. If the, my second point is the Jets should get Aaron Rodgers because the Packers may think he's bad, but he's good and old. The Packers may want the new quarterback they going to. The Jets are going to be able to get. Um, the Jets are going to be able to get Aaron Rodgers because they have a really good chance of getting Aaron Rodgers. Imagine, and if Garrett Wilson could catch that. Lots of touchdown
0: passes. That would be good for all the Jets fans, I guess. <laughs> it would. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, Colin, for calling in, Dean. That's fantastic. I love it, man. I love the love the passion. Tom Brady, he retired for good now. It seems so. I don't think uh Tom is someone that we got to worry about coming to the Jets. That would be so weird, though, wouldn't it? That you have to uh, decide whether or not you want to root for Tom after all the years that he's been a pain in the butt to the Jets, um, and Aaron Rodgers. I, I agree. I think he makes his team instantly better. And you mentioned Garrett Wilson, Dean. Garrett Wilson would be his game would go to another level if he had a quarterback with the capabilities that Rodgers has. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. You know, as I mentioned he earlier on the show, he had over 1,100 receiving yards as a rookie with some really, really bad quarterback play. Man, imagine what he could do with an elite one. He might have 1,500 yards. Vinny from Peekskill, on the Aaron Rodgers situation and using some logic? Okay, I like this thought. Let's use logic.
6: Hey, Matt. Vinny from Skill here. I'm calling. Just saw your video and your predictions for where the QBs land. I agree. The Jets will probably land Aaron Rodgers. And I know right now there's a lot of buzz about Rodgers going to the Raiders and a lot of pessimistic fans are worrying the just will miss out on him. So let's stop and think about it a sec. Let's stop, take the pessimism out, and use logic for once in our lives. Aaron Rodgers knows he only has a couple more years of football left in him. And we know that if he is going to play this year, this year and the next, he's playing for one thing and one thing only. It's not the money, it's not winning an MVP, it's not playing with his buddies, it's not playing in a state with no state income tax, he's playing to win a championship. And logic would dictate if he's playing to win a championship, he will go to the team that offers the path of least resistance. And that is certainly not the Raiders. Sure, they have a great offensive cast, but they're not healthy all at once a lot. Josh McDaniels is a terrible head coach. And let's be real, Rodgers is not going to tolerate the Patriot way. The Raiders' defense is also pretty bad, bottom five. And maybe they could get better, but by how much, realistically? Not to mention, the AFC West is probably the toughest division in the conference. you got the class of the conference and the Chiefs. you got Herbert and the Chargers, who will always be in the mix. And Sean Payton should at least be able to turn the Broncos into a competent football team. Now let's let's go over to the Jets. The Jets have a top-five defense. The Jets have comparable weapons to the Raiders. The Jets have a coaching staff he will enjoy playing for. He likes Nathaniel Hackett. And the Jets and the AFC East is a much easier division, sure. The Bills have been the class of the division so far, but they're looking like, they're going to be on the decline next year. And the Jets have been able to compete with them and everyone in the division. The Dolphins, too, has always hurt. They don't really have an answer at quarterback. And the Patriots are inconsistent. So logic dictates if he does ultimately care about winning a championship, he'll pick the Jets. Also, when I mentioned that call you had last week, Lou, crazy dude. <laughs> That's
0: all in <laughs> go get. Uh thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it, man. Uh I agree that why would you want to go to the AFC West and deal with Mahomes and Herbert and Sean Payton? I guess the only other one that I think you can maybe make a case is uh not super uh peth, like a big resistance would be Tennessee. Because uh, they went with the, they went seven and ten this year, but they had pretty god awful quarterback play. Uh, Tannehill only played twelve games. They had to start Joshua Dobbs and Malik Willis for five games, uh, and they went one and four over that span. They were not very good at all. Um, I I don't know. They don't have the the skill position talent that the Jets do. They also don't have the the defense. Their defense is actually pretty bad uh, last year. It was me- mediocre at best. Um, I, I think Tennessee is more of a threat than the Raiders, or at least they should be considered as more of a threat than the Raiders, but I do agree that the Jets are the best fit. Close out the show now. Let's go one more call. Brett calling in from Massachusetts has an idea for uh, a little mock draft talk. I love it. Let's do it.
2: Hey, Matt, this is Brett calling from Worcester, Massachusetts. I wanted to talk Mock Draft real quick. I've been watching your Mock Draft Mondays. Buffalo Jets done a few. A a Green Beans poster one recently. And I think something that we've all been uh, missing out on is that I do not want to see Braden Mann on this roster or on the field next year. I just can't watch him punt anymore. He gives me too much anxiety. I think the Jets got to cut him. (laughs) I agree, Uh, by the way. I don't know if they're going to settle the punting position in free agency or try to find a a veteran punter. I don't even know the market for them, but I think this could be the year that the Jets go get a punter in the draft. Um, So to the tune of like a early fifth round pick, maybe mid fifth round, I think that you could go get one of the top punters in the draft. I know Isaac punts on YouTube did a top draftable punters video a little while back so I'll defer to his judgment on the quality of the players uh, I don't really know much about punting to, to say who my number one punter would be in the draft but I think that this year could be the year because I don't know maybe Joe Douglas isn't as aggressive in the first round maybe he takes that uh, second round pick slides back a few slots acquires uh, fifth round say and you can use this fifth round on one of the punters or even the 140 overall that we have rather than you know some 50 50 dart throw that we often ascribe to these late round guys that might be uh, buried on the depth chart and stuff so um, you know after seeing the special teams unit unit this year I think I can speak for everybody when I say that I'm so glad that we finally found Greg Zerline as the place kicker because god knows how long it's been since the jets have had an actual kicker and so i think it's finally time to round out our punting unit too so we can get better on special teams anyway let me know what you think i'll catch you next time and go jets
0: Yeah, sometimes so i agree that you got to move on from brain man by the way but i don't know if i want to draft a punter i don't like the idea of using a, a draft pick on a punter udfa fine veteran as a free agent fine but i don't think you have to uh use a draft pick on a, on a on a punter um i just i don't think it's really necessary there's only i believe 23 punters who've been drafted something like that not a ton but usually more likely than not uh, the, these Punters are brought in as um, UFAs. You Like Shane Leckler was drafted. Morstead was drafted. I'm trying to think of guys who were uh, so recognizable Punters who were drafted here. Uh, Josh Bidwell. That's a name. Cole Quitt. Travis Dorsch. Uh, I believe uh Pat McAfee was also I'm 99% positive. Let's see. Draft. When was he drafted? 7th round pick. That maybe a 7th rounder is a little bit is a, di- a different story. The Jets don't have a 7th rounder this year. I don't want to use a 5th or a 6th round pick on a punter. Um I would say UDFA, but I if if anything, I can't t- I can't sit here and tell you uh, I've looked at the the punters in this year's draft, and if there's anybody who is uh, a draftable player, I'll have to look into that YouTube video you mentioned and and take a look, but normally that's not a draft or roster-building approach that I would like to, keep, would like to take. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please make sure to subscribe wherever you get the show, whether it be on YouTube or in audio form. Appreciate all the support as always. Once again, I am Matt O'Leary.